we'll start the recording. That's good to go. All right, guys. Um, well, welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is Michael Mahoney, and uh, along with my partner, Josh Fry, I'd like to welcome you to a webinar and an interactive coaching session from the Swag Coach. We're calling it Distributors Helping Distributors. This is the first in a, a series of interactive coaching sessions, kind of a, a town hall format. Uh, obviously, uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, everyone's challenged. We're just trying to uh, navigate the chaos, help to uh, minimize the fallout, and, and hopefully leverage this as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I think one of the positive things you'll hear coming out of the call today in this discussion is, you know, there are some good things happening, and there's a lot of opportunities. And uh, at a time like this, there's unprecedented opportunity. So we're going to talk through that and see, see what we can do uh, to help us achieve that and, and get through this. Uh, we've got a lot of materials, a lot of hopefully information to share with you today. Again, this is the first in a series. We're going to be doing this on a weekly basis starting next week. We'll get the announcements out, but we're going to do these every week. You know, the Swag Coach does training sessions, coaching sessions. Uh, that's, that's part of the biz. And... Uh, and we're opening this up for free to everybody. So we're, this is a time right now to try to, to, to pay it forward and help. And that's what this is. The price of admission today is that you guys interact, right? So we've got a lot of people on, on the call today. So we're, we're really depending on you. So if you're on, uh, if you're on either PC or phone, if you're on the phone, hopefully you've downloaded the app, go to the app store if not, and come back on, but uh, download the app and you can participate in the interactive nature of the call. If you're on a PC, it's easy. Just uh, but uh, you'll go to the bottom of your browser or the bottom of the app, and you're going to see a couple of features. One is uh, Q&A, okay? So that's, a, that's an open Q&A. Uh, everybody can see uh, questions you submit, and you can actually respond to each other's questions, right? And so I encourage you to, to start now uh, as we're talking. We'll, we'll continue this, uh, this intro, and then I'm going to uh, tee up Josh. Uh, what we'd like to know is, you know, what would you like to get from the session? Got a lot of material, a lot of ideas. What would you like to get? What would help you? So if you could click on the Q&A on, on the app on your phone or on your PC uh, and, 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 and share with us. So we can see that and we'll get to that. Make sure we cover your questions during, uh, during this session. We're also going to have some polls. We've got a handful of polls we're going to put up uh, as we go forward here. There's another feature that you'll see, there's a little hand icon, it looks like a palm like this. Uh, if you click on that, you can raise your hand. So as we go get a little bit deeper into the call, um, we, you know, we, we can encourage you to raise your hands and I can unmute you. You'll unmute your microphone at your end and, and you can talk. So you can ask questions with Josh or, or give suggestions. Uh, for those of you, I think most of you guys know Josh, for those, uh, uh, those of you who, who don't know us, uh, Josh is a 25-year veteran of the promotional products industry. Uh, he spent his entire career in, in, this, in this industry. Uh, first, had a lot of success with frontline sales. He's best known as the Swag Coach. Uh, I don't have a cool nickname, but I like the Swag Coach. Uh, Swag Coach is all about training and coaching for distributors, helping them to scale, helping them to achieve work-life balance. Josh and his team have won multiple sales awards in the industry. Uh, Josh has been the subject of a Harvard Business School case study. He's headed up boards of major entrepreneurship groups for associations uh, and government. He's been featured in the Washington Post, Inc. Magazine, and I didn't know this until, uh, until recently in the Wall Street Journal. Very nice. Uh, 
I am a serial entrepreneur. So whereas Josh has spent his entire career in the promotional product space, I have not. I've, I've been a serial entrepreneur and I have multiple careers, I guess you'd call it. Uh, I've done B2B, I've done B2C, I've, I've had multiple companies. Uh, I have uh, still uh, own and operate a group of weight loss clinics, uh, which is really largely self-managed. Uh, I don't have to work in that in the day-to-day -day at all. Uh, I had a technology company, which I built. It's uh, one of the 100 largest tech companies in, in our little niche. Uh, sold that four years ago, semi-retired, so I could spend time uh, at home uh, and uh, enjoying the, uh, the chalet here. And uh, Josh has uh, Josh helped pull me out of or pulled me out of retirement or my semi-retirement to help him with swag coach. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. So basically, the the, the stage for today, we've gotten Josh has gotten a ton of questions, a ton of emails over the past few weeks. We decided to open this up, uh, our, our normal sessions, open this up and get you guys involved. And let's see what we can do to help. So Josh, with that, with that setup, why, why don't you tell us what, uh, before we, we'll do our first poll question, why don't you talk about what you've got in mind to cover today? Sure. First off, Mike, thanks for coming and joining the call here. I appreciate everything that you're doing to set this up with us. You know, the spirit of the call here is not about me. This is about trying to create a community town hall forum where we can share our best practices and kind of get caught up on what's going on in our industry because things are moving so fast. Um, like everyone on the call who are promo distributors, I too am one. I have my own book of business. I've got my own clients I'm communicating with. The, my factories, like your factories, are getting shut down and I'm trying to shift where I can uh, to keep the business up and going. So it's a Herculean effort. Um, we're in unknown, uh, uncharted waters, if you will. And uh, I just thought it would be a good idea to kind of bring us all together and share and help each other. And that's why this is called Distributors Helping Distributors. So consider Mike and me like facilitators for this webinar. There are gonna be, this is, this, is, this is your opportunity to engage as well in asking us questions, asking each other questions. So we're gonna to try to accomplish a lot today to be able to at least help you kind of pull maybe one, two nuggets that can help you move your business forward and kind of make sense of what's going on and just help each other. So um, the first thing that I, I wanna do is actually talk a little bit about what our agenda looks like today. And if you kind of look at your screen, you're gonna see. Um, but we're gonna hopefully through interaction cover general business resources that are available to you. We're gonna talk a little bit about the promo industry resources that are available to you. And then we're gonna talk about how you can actually seize this opportunity. Um, so yes, uh, we are in very difficult times. Uh, we're all in this together. Uh, we may be competitors, but at the same time, uh, we're all trying to sort this out and we can help each other out through this. And that's kind of the spirit of this call. So uh, I'll stop talking on that note. And Mike, why don't we uh, start off with some of the, the first questions in the poll and so forth. Wait, you're on mute, Mike. Thank you, there we go. Teamwork. Uh, <laughs> See that? Teamwork, right out of the gate. That was great, that was great. So um, yeah, so uh, again, Q&A. This is, this is the key to call, price of admission. Go down to the bottom of your screen or on your phone uh, go to the Q&A tab, click on that. You've, you've got to have a question. There's no way that you don't have something top of mind as, uh, as a question. Uh, 
And, and if you know what, if you don't have a question, give an idea, give us a tip, something that's, that you've really seen that's worked well. But we've got a couple of questions already. You guys can see these. You can actually even respond if you want. Uh, I'm going to put up a poll first to start out with. So, Josh, if you, uh, I'm going to go back and one of the questions we have, just to get a gauge for the audience uh, here, uh, and you might want to roll back your screen for just a sec, Josh. Okay, sure. Uh, before, we get in, cause before we get into this. So we're going to do uh, one of how many, how long have you been in the promotional products industry? So you should see on your screen right now uh, the poll. There we go. So we see answers coming in. So less than a year, one to five, five to 10, 10 to 20 or more than 20. And we're going to share these results uh, when we're done so, so we can see. Well, this is pretty cool. You know, being a promo distributor and all, I'm not used to this technology, Mike. This is sweet. <laughs> That's my background, brother. <laughs> well, I you love, know, uh, love the job. I love the tech. It's awesome. But, yeah, uh, this is this is great. We'll give it just a second. Uh, we've got 34. We've got uh, about 77% of you have voted. If you haven't voted, go ahead and, and put in and let us know. Give us an answer, and then we're going to share this. 81, we're almost there. Come on. All right. Hey, do I have to vote? No, you don't get to vote. Okay. Your okay. vote doesn't count. You're uh, you're like you're DC. You don't you, no vote, man. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, taxation okay. without representation. Precisely. All right. I'm gonna end, I'm gonna go ahead and end it. Here we go. I'm gonna end it and I'll share the results. So guys, here's here was what we said. Josh, why don't you talk about this? What do we have here? Yeah. So we got uh, the majority of the people on this call. Obviously, what we've got 79, 89, 90 percent of us have been in the business for uh, five or more years. So 11 percent, five to 10, uh, 22 percent, 10 to 20, 57 percent more than 20 years. That's pretty interesting. So I fall into that category as well. Um, we've got a lot of uh, long timers on this call and uh, a lot of experience. So. Yeah, 57% of you can absolutely be sharing some uh, best practices. You know, I'm sure if you've been in the business that long, uh, even if yeah. you've been in the business for, I guess, uh, yeah, about 20 years. So you've been through 9-11, you know what that was like and how it affected our industry. You've been through 2008, you know what that was like. You had to make some pivots and now we're going through something, albeit different, a similar type of crisis. So these are the kinds of things and experience shares that we're definitely looking for on this call. And it's great to know we've got the audience to do that. Yeah, yeah. So go to the Q&A and submit questions. And uh, like I said, especially given the audience composition here, I mean, uh, with this much experience, uh, add, add tips, best practice. What are you seeing? What's worked for you, right? Go ahead and put that up there. So, all right, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna stop sharing the results. And then Josh, uh, do you want to do you want to start going through the materials here, or some of, some of what you've got as as questions or comments come in? Yes. All right. Um, let me. I'm going to kind of give a general overview as the questions come in, and just cut me off, Mike, and okay. if you if we need to. But I'll blitz through some of this, okay? okay. So, okay. Um, Mike and I are part of an entrepreneurs organization called EO, and we have a ton of resources coming at us as small business owners. So. Um, whether you think of yourself as a small business owner and entrepreneur, the fact is you are one. Um, you've been in the business, and many of you, you know, for this period of time, you know, you know the benefits of being a small business owner, um, but you are an entrepreneur and there are resources out there for you. Some of these you may know about, some of them you may not. Things are always changing with the new stimulus package, package that's been passed 
But this is a quick snapshot, if you look at your screen, of different benefits and resources that are available to you um, that you can go and, uh, and check out. I don't profess to be an expert in any of this stuff. I'm figuring it out as well, but I wanna just at least have a central location where you can see the resources that are available to you as a small business owner. So take a look at your screen. There's federal, um, there's, there's, there's financial assistance for on the federal side, um, on the state and municipality side, and then even businesses that are doing support, that are big businesses supporting small businesses like Facebook, small business grants. So I'm gonna kind of blitz through this, but these are the, some of the financial assistance programs. Then on the um, educational side of things, you know, one of, the, one of the things I've been trying to do is get educated in terms of how other people and other businesses and other industries are dealing with this crisis as well as businesses that maybe have already been through this crisis, like some of the Chinese factories that we work with. And so this page is an example of some of the educational resources and articles and business support groups that are out there uh, that are available to you. So some examples you can see on the page are Harvard Business uh, Review articles. Some of the stuff is just unbelievable to kind of learn and see how people are pivoting and, and companies are, are moving through you know, this crisis. Um, there's a lot of resources that are available to us through your university or college websites as alumni. Um, and then small business groups, I just mentioned EO is one that Mike and I are part of. National Association of Women Business Owners is another. There are tons of organizations. I'm sure everyone's getting slammed with all these different types of things, but I wanted to summarize some resources for you. So you got the business resources um, uh, on the financial side, and then you've got some educational resources. Um, do you have any questions, Mike? Anything popping up that we want to address before I kind of blitz through our own industry resources? Not, uh, not yet, not for this. Okay, I'm, I'll blitz through this so we can get into the interactive. Okay. So on the, on, with our industry, and I know there are people on the call that know way more about what our industry resources are. This is just a very quick so you know. So PPAI has a whole section on their site and so does ASI related to the coronavirus information and updates. The PPAI has a actual um, daily alert of factory closings. And that's super critical for all of us, obviously, as we're trying to manage shifting in-house orders from one factory to another. Um, and then ASI, and we'll talk a little bit about this. You know, ASI has some business saving resources for those of you that may not be part of a larger, you know, network, like I'm affiliated with Geiger. There are resources that they provide me, but if you're independent and don't uh, plug in with any partners, there are resources to save you money. And that's going to be something we talk about cost cutting during this call as a part of the strategy to kind of work through this. So that's a resource as well. Um, and then obviously there's tons of training. You know, a lot of the people that I've been speaking with are using this downtime <clears throat> to get certifications, to improve their training, to become better at their craft and experts kind of in what we do. Um, so it's an opportunity to train yourself up and get better and, uh, and leverage the training programs that are out there. Obviously, PPAI and ASI have stuff, and we do stuff here with the SWAG Coach Program. Um, hey, Josh, let's see. Yeah. We, did, we, did, we got a comment uh, uh, about the uh, – This is you don't have to go back, but a couple of slides back. You're talking about programs from the SBA. So uh, I would encourage everyone to 
pay close attention to whatever legislation gets passed on the stimulus, federal stimulus. Apparently there is a, uh, I guess the Senate, the Senate passed the bill, I think it's going back to the House, President's got to sign it, but uh, one of the provisions uh, that supposedly is in, is in there is uh, obviously they're, look, they're making loans out to businesses, but if, it's, if it holds, uh, the comment is that there's a provision for loan forgiveness for bus certain businesses that keep employees. So if you have employees, uh, there, there are, there's the possibility that there might be, you could actually borrow money and get loan forgiveness going forward if you qualify. I, something about retaining a certain number of employees. So uh, that's not solid, but it's the kind of thing we all need to be keeping an eye on. Uh, and there's a ton of uh, grants and uh, statewide programs that are, that are going out. So I think you mentioned the other day too, Josh, something about Facebook having uh, promotions uh, coming out with their own their own program, based essentially a grant for free ads. Yeah, so I think they're putting together some sort of you know gazillion dollar fund where they're giving small businesses. I think it's three thousand uh, dollars free advertising. Um, but you like all these programs, you have to go to the site I, I listed on this presentation and look at the details and apply. It's not like you just get it. So I, if you it, I believe we're eligible for the majority of, of these programs in some way, shape or form. So whether you have employees or don't have employees, whether there's an opportunity for uh, tax credits on, on your tax returns or not. But again, I don't profess to be an expert. Um, I know there's a lot of different, um, this is all brand new. So Amy, yeah, so uh, Joshua, the, uh, we've, one of the questions uh, we've got is will, uh, Sorry, from uh, Nicole is asking, uh, will we be posting uh, or will we be sharing the, the slides? And, and uh, yeah, we're going to share these on, are you going to put it on the uh, Swag Coach website? Yeah, we'll put it on the Swag Coach website. Um, you've, we'll, got a, you've got a page, either you've got a page or you've got one coming up that's going to be uh, re resources, COVID-19. Yes. Resources. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll aggregate all this into a resource page on the swagcoach.com. So you can, you can check out the presentation as right. well, which includes all the links. Uh, Amy also, Amy is asking, uh, she, she said the stimulus proposal mentions gig workers, such as freelancers, like Uber drivers, do independent reps fall into that category. I, that's a, that's a question that sounds common sense as probably, uh, but that's, you know, you'll ask your tax accountant, tax advisor, on that yes. and, and, and it depends it's not done until it's done the legislation's got to get passed the house might tweak it but. right uh, what i understand and again this is all based on i'm learning as i go too it does include it does include independent reps um the challenge that that some of us may face is there are caps to the amount of of, of the dollar amount of the checks that that uh one will receive so um it depends on the kind of business. So the stimulus package, I think what I read last night is if you are independent, uh, you'll get a check for up to for $1,200. If your taxable income from your tax returns in 2018 were under $75,000. Okay. If you're, uh, and then it, the, the, the check amount decreases, if you're single and you make and you make more than $75,000 and it caps at 99,000. So if you make $100,000 of taxable income a year, 
you're not going to get any money, I believe, from the stimulus package or checks that are being given out. There are other relief programs for loans and stuff like Mike was talking about that you can be, you will be eligible for. So again, I'm not professing to be an expert in any of this. It's just as I'm reading and learning as I'm going. If you have a family, the cap I think is, uh, is uh, 2,400 plus 500 a kid and max out and, and the max out is 150. But with the loan program, that's totally different. The, the cap, there may, there either won't be caps or will be total, completely different, obviously, because it's a loan. Uh, and right. there, could be, there could be forgiveness provisions in the loan as well. We'll just end into that. We'll just see what, what develops. So, right. okay. so loans are different. Just to be clear, loan program is completely different than the stimulus package giving a check to you. Just, just so right. everybody's crystal clear. All right. So let's talk okay. about cutting costs and managing cash flow, which I know okay. is top of mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here, I'm gonna share my own experience. And for those of you seasoned veterans on this, on this call, please, it'd be great to hear some of the ways you've navigated through these crises, okay? So I learned about cost cutting um, after essentially 9-11. So in 9-11, I used to have 40 full and part-time employees at a 20,000 square foot warehouse facility. And the writing was on the wall that, you know, our, our stuff, our budgets were getting cut and people were canceling orders, not placing orders. And I had this a huge amount of overhead. And so the lesson that I kind of learned from that process is just to kind of become a cost cutting maniac. And what do I mean by that? You know, looking at my recurring expenses, any sort of subscriptions that I'm signed up for that were non-essential and cutting those, you know, looking at my a credit card, and looking at my credit card statement and my, my profit and loss statements and just kind of going through each item. Do I need this? Do I need that? And cutting where I could. Because there are two ways, obviously, to, uh, to retain money. There's lower your costs and sell more stuff profitably. And so you can focus your energies right now on things that are non-essential and cut those costs. In addition to the line item cost cutting, there are a couple of things uh, that are opportunities out there, including... Uh, negotiating rent relief with your landlord if you have um, if you have a place that you rent. You know, I know entrepreneurs that are asking for six months of free rent in return for re renewing their lease, um, asking for uh, relief from banks on loans. A lot of banks right now are 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 playing ball. We're all in this together and trying to you know keep our our customer relationships going. Um, Another opportunity, you know, within our industry is really negotiating with our own factories. I mean, the factories tend to be larger than the distributors. We're more independent. You know, we're in it together. We're selling the product. We just, you know, asking for a reprieve on, you know, if you have accounts payables or asking for free samples and stuff like that. So uh, those are definitely opportunities. There are also opportunities to go and look for new suppliers. Um, part of what I'm currently doing, and uh, I'm sure some of you are as well, for in-house orders is, you know, trying to find backups factories that aren't closed. Well, that's giving me an opportunity to build some new relationships with factories that I don't typically utilize, the factories and uh, decorators. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, incentives and dis discounts if you have receivables and you're trying to collect money, you know, just like you're asking for a reprieve to, our, to your factories, your customers may be asking you for a reprieve. And certainly, um, 
offering incentives, discounts to try to get paid, get cash on hand. That's a big deal. Um, and then the last thing I just kind of wanted to share is, you know, I, I know it's a bit radical, but, you know, when during crises, I've always used the opportunity to take one step back to get this two steps forward, to kind of reposition my business, to make it more lean and stronger and more nimble. And maybe this is an opportunity for you to consider restructuring your ops. You know, for me, I'm, it's worked for me. There are lots of ways to skin the cat in this business. But I'll tell you that for me, restructuring and plugging into a back office partner um, has been a game changer. You know, it's afforded me to mitigate my risks. Um, I'm, yes, I'm suffering like a lot of us in terms of the sales and so forth, but I have minimal overhead. You know, I may be making less money, but I'm not losing a lot of money on a weekly basis because of built-in overhead. So it's also afforded me and freed me up to basically um, spend my time doing the parts of the business I love and uh, the parts of the business that also make me the most amount of money, which is our revenue generating activities and client so, relationships. So Josh, if I understand what you, did, what you just said is you, you are, you have outsourced by working with the backend distributor, uh, you're, you have outsourced the things that you don't like doing, you're not as good at doing, and that are time sucks for you and allow you to focus on what you're really good at, which is the selling and, uh, and also mitigate your risk. You got it. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, look at how many entrepreneurs we know that are just getting crushed right now because of their built-in overhead. Why, why don't we, uh, this is a good time to, uh, to ask a question if, if we can, uh, what, what uh, back-end provider uh, people are working with? Okay. And put that up. So, and, and I'll say, uh, so if you are, we do have some people from uh, Geiger and other uh, distributors. If you're from those, you, don't, you would not answer this question. We're interested in, you know, and, and the other folks to see uh, who, who they work with. So independent, Geiger, Proforma, Halo, Halo, iPromo, you, and so forth. All right, so we're seeing uh, answers. We're almost uh, almost there, seventy-two uh, percent. So okay. So Josh, I'll let you uh, I'll let you comment on that when you're ready, and then we'll then we can move move forward. While while we're waiting for this too, I want to share that uh, on your your last slide, Josh, you, you were talking about rent relief, and I'll tell you, I've got five locations uh, that are that are retail locations. And I've been able to successfully do that <clears throat> at, at a couple of my locations and waiting on the others. But basically, the, the deal with these, if you have leased space, you know, the landlord, they want to keep, they're, they're suffering right now. They've got a lot of people who are contacting and saying, look, I'm not making rent this month. And their options are, you know, play hardball and have no, no paying uh, tenant going forward in the future or work with their, work with their tenants give them some rent abatement uh, so that they can be around to actually pay rent going forward. And most of them much prefer to do that than have to go through the entire leasing process again. So I just, you know, push that point and uh, it's been, it's been actually extremely helpful to us. Same thing with, uh, same thing with working with the bank. Uh, yeah. And I found they've been very accommodating. So, cause they, they, they want to keep people in business. They know people are suffering out there. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And, so I'm, and, and I can, we can kind of see on this, you know, obviously, Geiger Nation's represented here. You know, this is not just an exclusive Geiger call, but obviously we got a lot of Geiger people, which is awesome because uh, we are all looking to kind of try to help one another. Um, and 
So, I, you know, I think the way Geiger works, like I'll just use myself as an example, you know, I operate from my home. I do have a office, but it's not, you know, like staffed up. So the majority of us are not going to have the, um, you know, the huge overhead, obviously. Um, yeah. For the ones that are independent here, you know, whether you have, uh, if you work from home, you too may not have this issue as much, but if you don't and you've got a staff, you know, and you're a uh, uh, distributor owner with a sales team, you know, this is uh, certainly, these are some tactics that are good, but why don't we, you want to dive into some of the things that people can do right now that. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we dive in? And I'll just say that, that somebody's asking about the poll results. I'm going to, uh, in, in the sake of time, cause I want to make sure we get through our material. I'll just say that uh, essentially we've got a handful of independents and predominantly uh, Geiger uh, affiliated companies on the call today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want me to answer some of these questions before I dive into kind of the, yeah. some of the stuff? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, I think what, uh, so one of, one of the questions, uh, actually several of them, I'll just kind of uh, uh, synthesize and pull these together uh, to paraphrase, but essentially uh, how, how to reach out to customers now under the circumstances. They're stressed. They've got a lot on their plates. What's what's a strategy or approach for being able to reach out to them? And what you know, what's the right thing to say? Do you do an email blast to the people? Do you call? Do you what are you asking? Because so you know, it's a great question. I'm trying to figure out. So here's <laughs> here's what I've been doing. Okay, um, and I said this on the call the other day. Um, you know, my focus when it comes to sales is building. It's part of my core values is building long-term meaningful relationships. So a lot of the people that I'm working with, I've known for 10 plus years. I've got a, a slew of clients that I've worked with for 15 to 20 years, you know, and these are meaningful relationships. So my reach out to them is first and foremost, hey, are you okay? And is your family okay? I'm just checking in to make sure everybody's healthy and safe, you know? And, and, and using that to kind of start the dialogue and explain to them that like a lot of other industries, our industry is affected by this. I mean, chances are their business is affected by this. And so they're going to be obviously able to, we're, we're all affected by this and people are understanding. And so as a part of that, I like to share not only what's going on with our industry as it relates to, hey, we're rolling, your orders that are in-house are getting processed in the event that a factory is closing, which is happening in our industry, we're working behind the scenes to avoid any disruption in terms of moving orders around. If that changes, I'll let you know. So I'm kind of being transparent with them as it relates to, of course, we're affected, but yes, we're still in business and, can able, and are able to help you, even your orders that are in-house where the factories are getting uh, closed. So I, I don't dump the problem on the customer's lap. I'm, I'm, I've, I've solved the problem behind the scenes and I'm simply communicating early and often. And that technique has worked very well. Um, the second thing that I'm doing is asking the simple question, you know, like, how can I be a resource to you? Yes, you may think of me in promotional product sales, but how can I be a resource to you? 
I know that there are a lot of people, there's like shortages of masks. There's people looking for hand sanitizer. There's safety related products and gowns and all this stuff that's coming out in our industry. And a lot of our customers may not be aware that we can source those types of products. So in a gentle way, I'm asking the question of if they have needs for those types of products or what can I do to help them and then chime in as a resource to them. So I'm not selling them specifically on a product. I'm selling them as to consider me a resource and leverage me and my network to try to help them in their business and their community. Um, is that a good answer? How's that? I think that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I think we're we're gonna talk in a minute about niche. We've gotten a couple of questions about uh, about industry focus, but when you're when you're ready, we can we can shift and talk about uh, about industry focus and maybe who's buying. But why don't we okay. continue with what you have up here first? Yeah, let me blitz through this. Okay. So these are some ways that I'm trying to kind of sell, market, and plan ahead. All right. These are actual things I'm doing that uh, you can definitely do too. Okay. So Marketing strategies to kind of stay top of mind with customers. I'm putting together a spec sample program for my top 15 customers. Uh, and then I'm sending them spec samples, uh, starting with, uh, I think, handstands. I think they're still open, one of the products from them, where you can do one-off spec samples. Um, I'm also uh, sending articles of interest. So I target a niche market. We'll talk a little bit about that. And it, it's in the real estate space. So if I see articles that affect the real estate industry, um, I'll copy that link and just send it to my customer. Be like, hey, I think this affects you. I don't know if you saw this article, just wanted to share it with you. So they see I'm more than just trying to sell them on stuff. Um, the other thing I'm doing is I'm taking, I'm going after pre-orders for Q2 and Q3 repeat customers. And my angle is basically, even though your business is shut down right now and you don't have a current need, I know in the past you've ordered during this time. If you have a need, let's get your order into the factories. So when they open, it ensures that we've got, you know, they've got inventory and you're first in line for turnaround and we can deliver on time. Third thing I'm doing is I'm finding backup suppliers and decorators, both domestically and I'm looking at China because there are a lot of the factories are back open, especially for the larger orders. So like, let's say for example, um, I know it's, it's changed. Let's say, uh, I don't know, let's add an order in house for um, leads. For, we thought leads was closed. I looked at China to see, could I move the product to China? You no, know, even <clears throat> larger suppliers, as we know, like Leeds World Source, the Prime Line, they have their Chinese locations open and, and running, I believe. So those are the, opportunities to kind of just find backup suppliers and decorators to avoid order cancellations. Uh, the fourth thing I'm doing is I'm really focused on selling necessity products and not luxury items. So, and we're going to definitely talk a little bit about this. We learned some great stuff from the, from the last call about what is a necessity item and depends on the market that you're servicing. Um, you know, last call, someone was talking about how they were setting up all these blood drives and people need supplies around the blood drives from stress balls to other types of products that we can sell. Um, you know, obviously sanitizers, uniforms and stuff like that, but really focusing on necessity items now and not trying to push people on products that they don't, it's just not urgent. Um, also doing offering dropship orders to home offices, incentives for the, for some of the company stores that I run uh, and offering uh, free shipping. Yeah, am I yeah, going so, to? Uh, Amy, Amy's asking, uh, are you sending spec samples to the home? And, and 
is it okay to ask for a home address? Good question. Depends. I would say uh, for me personally, I'm not saying it to their home. Um, I've, I'm, I'd rather it be sitting there for the show, for the first round. Let, let, you know, if their offices open up over the next four weeks, it'll be sitting there when they get there. I think that sending it to somebody's home um, is just, it's a case by case basis. You know, I mean, you got to have a very good relationship with that person. And obviously if that person's willing to give you their home address and is cool with taking packages, like, you know, then yeah, send it to the home. Okay. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm saying it to their offices for right now. Jennifer's asking, uh, she's finding some factories that are not doing spec samples at this time. She tried that yesterday and sounds like got denied. Any, any thoughts on how, or how are you handling that? Are you seeing that? Uh, no, uh, I'm not that, not that I've heard of yet. So, uh, I like, I know handstands is doing spec samples for me. Um, I know org audio will be doing spec samples for me once they open back up, which I believe is in May. Um, and, uh, you know, like you can get, even if it's not spec samples, you can definitely still also get samples of products that are, are urgent. Like you can get samples from Numo right now for some of the masks and stuff like that. So there's plenty of opportunity to still, to still navigate through that. Um, and I believe, Ge you know, at least with Geiger, and we have a lot of Geiger people, they do have some running list of, of, of who the spec sample people are. So you could ask your customer service hey. rep. Uh, Kimberly's asking, do we have a list of vendors who will uh, do several drop ship and no charge? I don't know the answer to that. Um, this is kind of more of a general call as opposed to just like a Geiger call per se. But I believe that uh, you should be seeing notices coming out from, from them uh, in terms of who that is. I'm off the top of my head, just for in general purposes, I'm pretty certain, well, Gemline was doing it, but they may be they may be working. I think I saw a notice how they're, you know, limited production. Um, I saw a whole thing from Primeline about them doing no dropship charges and, lo and, and waiving less than minimum charges. So that could be an opportunity. You know, for me, I'm trying to focus on who are the biggest suppliers that we have that are open for business because they have the greatest capacity to be able to handle this changing crisis. Even I'm learning with supply with the decorator side. You know, we have a lot of independent decorators we're working with. Um, obviously, to kind of go and get the the better pricing and so forth. But the reality is, a lot of them are getting shut down because they're non-essential. But the bigger ones can kind of move from with multiple locations based on East, Midwest, West Coast. And if you know if West Coast gets shut down, they can get move to the Midwest. And they're just trying to stay nimble. And it's it's disrupting their business less. Like if you look at uh, Stanmar and Alpha, you'll see that they've got multiple warehouses that are closed, but they're also talking about shifting those inventories and productions to other warehouses in other states where they're not closed. So I, that's kind of what I'm doing to track to track that. In, to we get it. Uh, so uh, our our atten attendees uh, here they're they've caught on to the idea that you can actually upvote. Uh, comments. So I see that uh, people are, are liking the comments that, that they want uh, addressed, which is great. So, uh, and you guys are really participating. This is awesome. Uh, uh, Nicole said that uh, Gymline Domestic is closed. Okay, thank you. And Maggie said if the office is closed, the products go back to the supplier. So maybe have the specs sent to the sales partner. 
hold it until the customer is back up and running. So there's an idea. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Um, and okay. the other thing just to kind of me mention is um, ask your customers, you know, like we sent, a, we sent out something, I've got a, a company store and the customer's 200 locations are like, are you open? Should we stop shipping stuff to you? They're like, we're open. You can ship stuff. We have a special process where you the delivery is dropped here and then we pick it up. So like hop in on the phone to ask the customer how you can better service their needs and be adaptable to how they're doing their business is only going to show that you're out there for the totality of the relationship as opposed to just trying to jam sales down their throat. Other questions? We're rolling. We're rolling, man. Amanda said, uh, send a kid, send kid friendly gifts to clients that, you know, have kids with them at home. Awesome idea, right? It's very personal touch. Very. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the, uh, I think you have to be careful. All right. Um, I'm about, especially under these circumstances, you just don't know. We don't, everyone has their own way of handling their own personal situation and their family and what's acceptable or not. Um, I just would be checking in with anybody before sending anything to someone's home, even if you have their address. So in other words, I think maybe Josh, uh, reading between the lines a little bit, maybe I think some people have expressed concern about you know, the concept of uh, socially isolating and they're, they're even nervous about having packages come to the house. So that makes sense. Like, look, we, we have a, in our house, we're yeah. setting up a, uh, a station in our garage where all packages are, you know, even from the grocery store, we're putting in, it's like a staging area, putting it in our house, wiping it down with the Clorox wipes and then bringing it into the house leaving the clothes that we used when we went out of the house outside the house to try to create this clean, safe environment. So if somebody sends me a package, I'm cleaning it off. Right. So Amanda said always check first, personal relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So these are, these are some of the things that I'm doing to stay top of mind. And uh, you know, uh, and that, that, that's, those were some of the, some of the examples, but why don't, you know, I'm, I don't want to do all the talking and I kind of shared, you know, I'd be curious to, to hear what other people are doing. I thought I saw a hand raise maybe. Uh, let's see. Oh, there is one. All right. Let's hang on. Let's get to Lynn. Just, uh, just a sec. Um, here, let me real quick. Uh, we've got uh, prospecting strategies. Okay. Uh, I just reached out to clients. Can you, I tell you, what, let's go to Lynn, and then when we come back, can we talk about industries that, that might be buying, Josh? Sure. I think some ideas, and we can also open that up. So let's bring Lynn on, and then we'll uh, – where did she go? Uh oh, she put her hand down. Oh, no, there she is. Sorry. All right, Lynn, I'm going to unmute you so that you can talk. So you're going to get a pop-up that says, uh, you know, allow me to unmute your microphone. So there you go. So what – do you, Lynn, thanks. Welcome. Thanks, Mike, and, and thanks, Josh. Um, so one thing that I have found has been really helpful for me is that I was leveraging the relationships that I've had for, as the bulk of us on this call, for 20-plus years with factories and saying, what can you do for me that maybe they aren't doing for Geiger or for anybody else? And I was calling 
owners and senior management and saying, this is where I sit. How can you help me? And um, I have gotten exemptions from a lot of people that know me a long time that are saying eight weeks for sanitizers, I'll do it for you in three. Okay. And I think that as the 52% of the people on this call have said, um, I think you have to leverage those relationships because business is all about relationships. Um, and I think that's really incredibly important. And then I wanted to also shout out to um, both Tom Brock and David, really, who did incredible um, email blasts, as Josh was saying, saying, we're worried about you. We want to make sure you're okay. Um, we're here for you. We're trying to stay positive and getting incredible responses of just how to change the conversation, you know, in this crazy time. So that's all I wanted to add. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, um, Thank you, along those lines, I, uh, you know, and the whole relationship, leveraging relationship side of things, I, I completely agree with you. It's, you know, it's relationships with, with, customers it's relationships with suppliers um and you know i'm assuming that you know what, there are tons of promo distributors out there and you know some are good and some are not good and factories want to work with people they they know and trust just like we want to work with factories that we know and trust and leveraging the relationship in that capacity is is right on and uh I, I applaud that. You know, I think you know, one of the things that, that I've been doing is also trying to leverage some of my overseas relationships where in other countries where they are back up and running. Um, but uh, the idea of asking for favors, the idea of getting first in line and, and, and so forth, um, you don't know unless you ask. And I think that that's great. It's awesome. Uh, so, Let's go, um, Josh, can we talk now about industries? I mean, we know, you know, probably most are not buying right now, but in any situation, in any economy, there's always somebody who is buying it. And, and, and so what I'd like to ask is that you guys come into the, the, the Q&A here and, uh, and add if there's, you know, if there's an industry that you're aware of that you thought of that's buying, if there's a niche. And, and, we, and, and go ahead and put that, and if you want, you can raise your hand if you'd like to share, which would be great. Uh, I'm gonna put up the poll now. Uh, do you have an industry uh, specialty? So let me launch this real quick. So here's the question. Do you have an industry specialty or niche? And we just define that as, you know, more than 50% of your sales are in one industry, right? Interesting. Very interesting. Josh, do you want to address this at all from personal experience in terms of? Yeah, what, yeah. While while this is while this is going, I'll definitely share my personal experience. So, okay. um, uh, so I'll share a little story. Can I share a story? Share a story. Why not? Okay. So when I first started off in this business, um, I came into the industry almost like a quasi supplier and. I was in the care package business. And so I used to have a business, my first career called Granny's Goodies in honor of my granny. And we would do care packages for, start off for college kids. And then it turned into care packages for corporate businesses. Cause we learned that businesses were much better to sell to than college kids. Um, 
And so one of the ways that we tried to get uh, sales without spending any money was through press. And long story short, we got this article written on us in the Washington Post back in 1996. And uh, so they started to talk about our business and care packages and for corporate America and so forth. And I started to get calls. I kind of fell into this niche. I started getting calls from apartment apartments saying, hey, we are doing these gifts for our residents called moving gifts. Can you do a custom care package and as a moving gift for uh, our residents? And we're like, I don't know, why not? So we kind of, that's kind of how I got into targeting the apartment management business. And so my target niche now and more than 50% of my business comes from working with apartment management portfolios. So you know, apartments are actually one of the industries, multifamily as it's called, uh, that actually have a tremendous opportunity because everybody's working from home. So all their, they have a captive audience of all their clients, if you will, right there. And so in that process, um, while the business, you know, quite candidly has been put almost on pause while they're trying to sort through all this, eventually my hope is that things will open back up well, they'll need things like gifts for their for their residents, where they'll need stuff that doesn't that kind of adapts to um, the social distancing, but it still allows them to kind of recognize and appreciate the residents. Um, but what I've done is I've gotten into their supply chain, and that's that's where you can really um, solidify can, your business. Josh, can you define supply chain? What do you mean? Yes. So I don't just I don't sell them pens and mugs and hats. I sell them uniforms. I sell them curb appeal items like signage. Um, I sell them print, you know, these types of products that they need to repeat orders over and over again. So how does that affect things today? All right. So here's something I learned last night. I'm targeting property management companies. I get a call from one of the companies saying, can I do those masks that were you know, the non, whatever they're called, just the regular masks. Okay, then they're not the, the KN95, just the, the other one. Like, it's like, a, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so I said, and, and it was the maintenance uh, director. I'm like, sure. Like, tell me how you're using the product. So having a dialogue with them, like, how are you using the product? They're like, well, we have maintenance guys on all of our properties and they have to go into occupied resident apartments and they need some sort of protection for themselves and for the people that are sitting there. I'm like, holy shit. You know, uh, this is, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, oh, they, they want to give them out to the residents. I just wasn't thinking. So long story short, I've got this, this relationship. These people know me as a resource. They're calling me above and beyond products that I normally sell and asking if I can be that resource. And now I've got an opportunity uh, for somebody to buy like, I don't know, four or 5,000 of these for one of their, for one client. That's awesome. So, yeah. so, so we've got uh, Courtney raised her hand. So we're going to open up and, and see what Courtney has to say in just a sec. Uh, Dawn uh, uh, has a suggestion or she said uh, she saw a suggestion of selling, uh, or I guess approaching colleges, universities, and I'd suggest even, you know, add high schools uh, to send gifts to graduates who will not get to celebrate, you know, graduation ceremony. 
which is a great idea. I've got a senior high school student at home right now, and you know she's pretty concerned she's going to miss graduation. Uh, that's a great idea. Freaking love that. That's good job, Don. Way to go. That's nice. Um, well, and you know, like along those lines, real quickly. So the other day, I forget the woman's name, and she's talking about servicing healthcare, and she's talking about Nurse Appreciation Day, Doctors Day, you know, blood drives. Like these are all people that are just they're working maniacally around the clock, and that's where you know selling them gifts and products that are just feel good morale types of items are definitely opportunities if you can get to the right buyer. So. Uh, I, we spoke with her. I spoke with a distributor this week who's in Chicago and, and, and independent one person shop. And uh, she was on a community Facebook group. Someone posted a question, I guess from a large, a large uh, local hospital said, you know, how can we support local businesses? Uh, and, you know, she said, you know, buy X, Y, Z, you know, from us, we're here. And she made a contact, got uh, an order for over a hundred thousand dollars of gowns, which she had never sold before. Uh, it's like, you know, bingo. Um, if you guys put in there, you, so from the poll result, uh, we did hear 49%, basically half said you've got an industry specialty or niche. And we know that uh, more than half of you guys have been uh, at this for 10 or 20 years. So participate here and add into the, in the Q&A an industry niche that you focus on. And, and if you have any uh, ideas, how to, you know, anyone who's buying. Anyone who's buying, or raise your hand. So let's open it up and let Courtney uh, join us. So, Courtney, you're going to get a request to unmute. Uh, okay. There you go. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Can everybody hear me? Yes. What's up, okay. Courtney? <laughs> What's up? Okay. So I have four colleges. I'm with Geiger. Woo woo. Um, I have four colleges that I call on. I would say that's definitely the majority of my business. Um, I also am in the cruise line industry because of my father being in the industry for 40 years. I acquired that, which we won't even go there right now with the cruise line industry. But what I have been looking at on my book of business with the colleges is these college students hell now have to move out of their dorms, move home, and it's shocking for them as well. So I've been reaching out to um, people that do mailers. So your magnet, your cloth promotions, um, other facets that can do mailers. So if we get a good mailing list of, you know, the students' addresses, um, let's send them out something, let them know that, hey, although you're not on campus, you're still part of our family and we love you and we're supporting you and here's a coaster, here's a, a screen cleaner, here's something so that they can look down, they receive something in the mail, they're excited, they put it at their desk where they're doing their studies. So that's kind of where my head was going with it. Um, I, you know, I don't know if that will work for everybody because the address thing is kind of difficult. Um, but a lot of these colleges know where these kids are. They have to, right, because they're enrolled and they have to have a home address. So that's a success thing for me. Um, I've been emailing them out. I've gotten a couple of orders on something a little bit similar to that, but it was more of like an email blast. Um, but that to me is something that I think we need to just think out, outside the box on. I, I, I love that. And, you know, it, it, number one, it's just a, it's a great way. Like there are so many people and I saw some question here about conferences and canceled events and stuff like that. So I can kind of address it at the same time. There's a lot of, budget that's sitting there to be reallocated 
And if you can find a way like Courtney, you're doing like the, the budget sitting there, they've got huge budgets for mm -hmm. graduations that aren't happening. Like that's a great way to redeploy the, the budget in a meaningful, you know, thoughtful way and opportunity for us. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. All right. Um, trying to see what else we've got. Uh, Kathy says banks and school districts. So the banks are still certainly in business. I mean, they're, some of them are working from home, but uh, they're probably their business and they're probably dealing a lot with loans and, you know, people taking out loans, refinancing, they're, they're, they're pretty busy. So, you know, that's a great, that's a great idea. Uh, what other, uh, what others do we have? Josh, you, you mentioned a few the other day we talked about like what industries you, you had a few ideas on industries that, that probably are buying. Um, you know, Mike, we're having so much fun here. We only have two minutes left just okay. as a heads up. So I, I want to be respectful of people's time. I know okay. that, you know, okay. Um, and certainly I can, you know, I can answer more questions. I mean, the bottom line is we're going to be doing this okay. for the next four yeah. weeks. So let's, let's, okay. uh, let's, let's do this. Okay. If it's okay, if I'm not stepping on your toes. Mr. No, this is great. You're right. I get excited. Uh, you know what we've got? <laughs> well, so we'll, we'll need, we're going to hang on to the, the open questions and we're going to save some for next week and we're going to be back. So let's, uh, yeah. Level. So just, uh, you know, just as, a, as an update, I just, uh, in wrapping, you know, um, the, the spirit of this call, this has been amazing, by the way. I want to thank Mike for setting up this whole structure to be able to raise your hand and take polls and ask questions. I mean, we're distributors helping distributors, and we can't help each other if we don't engage. And we don't know what everybody else is doing. So this has been amazing, and I really appreciate it, Mike, and I appreciate everybody Here. taking the time uh, to hop on uh, the call today. I hope that you'll join us for, you know, one, two, all these next ones starting next week and spread the word both with Geiger Nation and other distributors that you know uh, at other companies or that are independent. I mean, this is for our industry. And uh, I think, I wanna, it, yeah. And then I wanna, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, before, but, and before people uh, drop off here, because we're obviously uh, at the end here, but before everybody drops off, if you would, We'd really appreciate your feedback one last time. Go into the Q&A, uh, and we'll just do it, uh, you know, an informal uh, survey here. But if you, you know, score, the, score this on a scale of zero to ten, right? Zero, just give us a number if you would in, uh, in, in the Q&A, and zero to ten. And, and if you'd like, if you give a nine or a ten, why, which is pretty good, why? If it's an eight or less, what can we do to make it a nine or a ten? So zero to ten, it's nine or ten, why? Uh, what did you like? If it's eight or less, what can we do to, to make it a nine or 10 next time? We're really, your feedback's gonna help us to, to do a better job next week, so. Yeah, and, and on that note, um, let me just kind of wrap by saying like, yeah. you know, as, as a lot of my friends who are entrepreneurs say, this will pass, okay? Um, we have opportunities here that usually we don't have, starting with time. You know, time for ourselves to kind of take care of ourselves and our families and loved ones and also time to just be strategic and think about business and make the business work in a way that's best for you and your lifestyle. Like This is a great opportunity to take this step back, to take the two steps forward. So, yes, there are a lot of unknowns. Yes, it sucks that business is down, but I'm trying to embrace the gift of time and trying to focus on the opportunities at hand here. And so I really appreciate um, everybody else 
you know, hopping on and, and being willing to share. I'm learning a ton and, you know, it's been, it's been fantastic. So I wanted to, again, just say thank you to everybody. All right. Thank you, Josh. Thanks everybody for participating, all your questions and the feedback. Again, if you could give us your uh, quick survey results, zero to 10, really, it helps us a lot. Uh, otherwise, uh, that's it. This has been a lot of fun. We're going to stop uh, just here, just on time, and we will see you guys. We'll get an invitation. We'll look forward to seeing you. Hopefully, join us next week. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. See ya. Keep selling. Bye-bye.